Welcome to Christ in Prophecy. We have a very special treat in store for you today. You know, Lamb and Lion Ministries exist to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ to as many people as possible, as quickly as possible. For that reason, we spend a lot of time talking about the signs of the times. In fact, that was the foundational message David Reagan asked me to share when he invited me to join the Lamb and Lion Ministry team as a voluntary assistant evangelist. Each week, we open the prophetic Word of God to apply it to the moment we are living in while always pointing to our blessed hope, Jesus Christ and His soon return. Today, we're going to speak to that hope and the glorious promise it offers. We'll touch on why we are eager to meet our Messiah and how it is our great prayer that you are also eagerly anticipating Him. Well, I'm joined today by Nathan Jones, our internet evangelist, and by Dave Bowen, our teaching evangelist. Fellas, thanks for being part of this end of the year show. It's great to be on. As always, a whole year, I can't believe it. It's, it's gone by so quickly. But we're looking forward to what God has in store for us next. Always uh, grateful for where we've been and looking forward to where we're going. Yes. You know, on that note, fellas, really, this year has been a whirlwind. Nathan, I think uh, it was one of our busiest years to date, and the Lord just has more in store for us. Dave, you as well came on board this mm -hmm. year, yes. so we have much to be thankful for in retrospect. What are some of the highlights of 2023 that stand out to both of you? I think Israel obviously has to be on there, but I think what people miss with Israel is how he's regathering his people back into the land. Because when you look at Scripture for the end times to come, Israel needs to be a nation, where well, that happened. Jerusalem needs to be the center, which that happened. But the third thing is the people have to be back in the land, the Jewish people. And that's happening every time we go to Israel, which is tough now, what's happening. But every time we go there, we see God bringing more and more Jews back to the homeland, which to me is very exciting. Oh, it certainly is. It's a radical shift, too, when you think about it, because the Jewish people have been, half of them are in the country, about mm -hmm. 7 million. The other 7 million are in mm -hmm. the rest of the world. Yeah. And with this Hamas war and the escalation that it could potentially go into, and I think prophetically it will, I think we're starting to look at the beginnings of the Psalm 83 war, is that the Jewish people are realizing that the only safe place to be is to go back to Israel. And we know prophetically that it's not just some of the Jews that return to Israel. All mm -hmm. of the Jews are meant to return to Israel. And we've seen them trickle and they've come in waves over the decades. Right. But now, right. now across the world as anti-Semitism rises, the Jewish people realize, hey, the only safe place we can be is in our own homeland. And this is a, a radical push to, I think, get a lot of Jewish people out. Now, the Gog and Magog war in Ezekiel 38 and 39 says, as a result of God's right. victory, all the Jews will then go back to Israel. But we're seeing a major push right now as they're they're fleeing out of, especially France and other Correct. places where yeah. the Islamic count is high. They're going back. So that's exciting in that respect. It's terrible to, for the persecution. But, but it the is exciting, terrible. Yeah, the exciting part, though, is only two regatherings. Yeah. For, from Babylon the first time and then the end times from, from all corners of the world. And we're seeing that happen now. So prophetically, it gets very exciting. You know, I look back in history and I think we can always see more clearly in hindsight. We've talked recently even in our program mm -hmm. how we have a blessing of being able to see in hindsight more than our forebears could, sometimes more even than the prophets themselves could mm -hmm. foresee because they were looking forward through a glass dimly. We got 2,000 years mm -hmm. of hindsight into church history. You know, think about the disciples when they were following Jesus. They got things. They got the fact that He would be going and somehow coming again and that there would be an end of the age. That's some of the questions they asked Him at the mm -hmm. beginning of Matthew chapter 24. But they didn't understand that He would be crucified, that He would actually die. We look back in hindsight and understand those things that came to pass. But even in recent years, you think, 
What was going to motivate the Jews living very comfortably in Germany and Poland and Russia a hundred years ago the Malos, to yeah. want to go back to the land? And so in, in recent decades, we could say, well, what could possibly motivate the Jews living comfortably in New York City and scattered throughout Europe still and the United mm -hmm. States? But literally within these last few months, we've watched as anti-Semitism has risen and many Jews begin to realize, you know what, I, I might need to go to Israel to seek the very safety yes. that, that I can't find anywhere else. Yes. It, it's horrifying in the moment, but through the, the, the providence of God, it orchestrates the fulfillment of what He has proclaimed will occur in the end times. And the Lord said right. too that the generation or genea, that time period, not an actual physical 70 or 120 year, that sees Israel go back into the land and control Jerusalem is the generation that sees the Lord right. return. We are seeing the Jewish people we go are. back to the land. We certainly so are. according to prophecy, that means in our time, whether that's now or 20 or 30 years from now, whatever, but in our era, Jesus Christ is coming. Well, back. we're the first generation where everything is coming together, whether it be yes. technology, whether it be people going back, everything is coming together. I ended last year by doing a Bible study at Daniel. Uh -huh. And I had to tell the people that I was doing the teaching with, I said, do you realize that Daniel was told to put this away, that he wasn't going to get this until the next, until the end time. The people in the end times will understand it. And as we look at the book of Daniel and prophecy, we can say, oh my goodness, look what's happening. It's right here in front of us. You know, it's not just looking back that your uh, Bible study for Daniel, folks. I can tell you in the weeks coming up in 2024, we're going to be opening the book of Daniel and doing a deep dive. I'm sure that Pastor Dave will also be sharing mm -hmm. some insights from Daniel and many of his blogs, uh, reports, and the videos that he posts right to our web. So stay tuned for more on the book of Daniel. Well, obviously, we've talked about Israel and the fulfillment of prophecy before our very eyes as Jews are motivated to go back to the promised land. But what else stands out in 2023? We've seen a, a dramatic rise in technology mm -hmm. that lends to the end time, one world government, other things. What else really strikes you, know, you from this year? When you said Daniel 12, 4, it was a prophecy about the end mm -hmm. times that we'd start understanding these prophecies and they be as they're being fulfilled because of two things, an increase in knowledge and mm -hmm. increase in travel. Yes. Obviously, we have more knowledge today than ever because we can store it on computers. But I think what we'll remember 2023 for is the advent of artificial intelligence. AI. AI has just taken over the world by storm. Chat GPT is putting programmers and artists and, and soon even some doctors out of business. Yes, right. And uh, people are terrified that as they continue to give it more and more function, it's, it's still kind of a little stupid right now. And all it does is go around stealing everybody's data. But if they're worried that it's going to reach what's called the singularity, where the technology is beyond us, we can't control it, and it will start thinking for itself. And that's kind of tied to the thought of, well, is the false prophet when he creates the living image for the Antichrist, mm -hmm. will that be AI-based? We don't hologram know. Hologram-based, what it's going or to be. Or hologram right. or robot. Right. But now that AI is a big player, and I don't know, did we not watch the Terminator movies? <laughs> I mean, why are we doing this? I think we might right. look back to 2023 and say, what were we thinking? But we know looking forward to, there's going to be deception out there. Yes. And with AI, there was a whole church service in Germany. Yeah. It was done by AI. It was done by avatars. It had a male and a female up there. 300 people, they waited outside to go to it. It was a 20-minute service. Oh, I can go to church and be done in 20 minutes. But the, the door is being opened for deception. Which, we, which is coming in the future. We know, you know very clearly, and it's, it's the church. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. Okay, so we've gone to Israel. We yeah. talked about technology as one of the six signs of the times. I think another one that was really prominent in 2023 was the sign of world politics. Famously, 
Just uh, eight years ago, Barack Obama scoffed when his Republican challenger mm. for the presidential election said that Russia would still be a threat. And he said, oh, come on now, Russia's been defanged, so to speak. Right. And we watched in 2023, really beginning in 2022, as Russia reemerged as a threat within Europe. And we know that it is also a threat to Israel right on that northern border. And so the, the nations of the end times are coming into alignment with that evil uh, axis uh, of power from Russia, from Iran, from some of the other nations that could morph into a Saul, or excuse me, an Ezekiel 38-39 war. Because I think 2023 will also be remembered as the time where the Gog-Magog coalition started forming. Because we're seeing Russia, Turkey, and Iran, and they've been working with some of the stand countries and the North African countries to build that coalition, which will eventually come against Israel and try, try to destroy it. So politically, I, I totally agree. We're seeing that coalesce. And on this other side, the EU and the, the Western world, we're seeing coalesce the globalism of the Great Reset. Right. They're using the wars in Ukraine and Israel to continue to push up persecution, to continue to push up uh, censorship. Uh, facial recognition is becoming more and more common. All the tools they'll use to control the world while the world is focused on these wars, they're increasingly doing the things that needs to do to make a global government behind the scenes. So it's been a banner year for them as well. It, it sets the stage for the Antichrist. Absolutely. And what happens, I think the rapture happens obviously first, but then you've got Harvard and NASA coming out with the whole thing about the aliens and the UFOs. Yeah, and right. So when the rapture happens, the world's going to say, well, all the bad Christians were taken away by the aliens because Harvard, NASA, everybody else is already promoting that. So and that's people, what the New yeah. Age has been teaching yes. us, that the humanity cannot evolve into all those Christians who are holding us back are taken off this earth. Brother, all this stuff yeah. is like, it's in the it's news It's just converging. Now. It's, it's all converging. All right, Dave, yeah. here again, yeah. you're yeah. giving a preview of a coming episode where we're going to talk about Satan and the Antichrist in weeks to come. But we've touched on three of the six signs. Obviously, we haven't gotten to nature, signs of society, signs that are spiritual in nature. But those are also multiplying yes. before our eyes. Our society continues to devolve, not evolve. We got people who want to make this, uh, this nation here in America more progressive. But my point has always been that, yeah, they're making progress down the wrong road. In other words, they're, they're moving forward in the wrong direction. And so whether it is signs of society, uh, signs of moral insanity and confusion that are becoming more prevalent every day, whether it is spiritual signs, the six categories of signs are multiplying around, before our eyes around the world. Right. What's amazing too is the side of nature. Yes. Things are happening so quickly that people don't even pay attention to them anymore. Earthquakes, floods, I mean, millions of people being affected and it's not even a news story anymore. But as Peter said, there are many people that scoff. Oh, there's always been mm -hmm. floods. There's always mm -hmm. been earthquakes. There's always been famines. And those mockers too often are inside the church and yet the promise of the Lord's coming the Lord's not slow about it, and so even these very signs of the times are coalescing, or as we like to say, they're converging. Right, and that's why I like so much that you wanted to focus this year, our Lamplighter magazine, on the, the six signs. For each of the six episodes, you took one of the categories. And <clears throat> the response that we've gotten from those magazines that, that really opened people's eyes to the fact of what's going on around them. Uh, maybe a seventh would be, I think, the sign you said, the convergence. The yeah. fact that yeah. we're not That's just getting one sign here or there or this. They're all coming together like a freight train. They're slamming in us and people can't keep up. I mean, when we hear a natural disaster now, 
we're sad for a minute. But, but then the next one it happened. It is not even a news story. A school right. shooting, right. Uh, right. like the one exactly. in Maine. Exactly, violence. Uh, violence is crazy. great point. Uh, insanity yeah. as the, the media fights to murder babies. I mean, we're in a mad, 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 <laughs> mad, mad world. <laughs> right. And uh, that's that convergence. And we're trying to figure out AI, and the business world's past that. They're on quantum computing already. Yes. You know, Nathan, so they're, they're I, way You wrote a good that. article. So, one of your deep dives on that was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I think you yeah. just uttered a prophetic word. Folks, I think next year, one of our magazine episodes will focus on this very convergence. But if you missed that series of Lamplighter magazines, the six editions of 2023, focusing on the signs of nature, society, spiritual signs, signs of world politics, technology, and Israel, we have a special offer for you. You can get mm -hmm. all six magazine editions packaged together, and we'll ship them to you for $20. So just call the number on the screen or go to our online website or store and you can get all six editions at one fell swoop for yourself or to give to someone else. And we'd be glad to send them to you. I know it will be a blessing. Well, fellas, we've talked about all the, the signs of 2023. As a ministry, we obviously have much to be thankful for. So what stands out in your mind from this past year, just as the Lord has poured out His blessings on us and, and we pray through us? Well, you said that Dave Bowen joined us this year. <laughs> that was going to We're all very happy about <laughs> so, that, brother. I'm excited to be here. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful... Lamb and Lion has been something I've been following for years because there's always been balance with this ministry. There's always been honesty with this ministry. There's always been teaching with this ministry. And when you get into the end times and prophecy, there can be some weird stuff out there. Yes. You know, so I'm very careful on who I want to be a part of. And Lamb and Lion's always been a dream of mine. So it's a blessing just to be here with you guys. Well, it's been a blessing for us. And I believe a blessing for our viewers and those who plug into our website. Really, the website becomes a major uh, avenue for us to reach to the entire world. And so that is very powerful. But you have been a tremendous ad to multiply the content, and I think the Lord has spoken mightily through you. I can share with our viewers, just this past year, we've had 52 new episodes of Christ in Prophecy. Mm. That keeps our, our team behind the cameras very, very busy, but what a blessing it has been to have 52 new episodes of Christ in Prophecy. Obviously, we've touched on our Lamplighter magazines. We've had four new books, several by Dr. David Reagan, a new edition of the Minor Prophets book by Nathan, the Prophecy Edition, and that's a Good tremendous job. resource to anyone who has gotten a hold of that. Even if they had the original version, this newest version is even better. Mm. Wait, But wait, there's more because it talks about all the signs of prophecy within each of those minor prophets. Over 200 new prophecy partners, I'll talk about that. But Nathan, within the web arena, what kind of statistics uh, do we have to share from this year? Well, put a list together. We had 750,000 visitors come to our website, mm. reading 1.5 million pages. They've downloaded 117,000 versions of our Lamb and Lion app, which you can download on all the major platforms. We sent out 26 newsletters. We've had 52 podcasts, The Truth Will Set You Free, with a, our other evangel our assistant evangelist, Vic Batista. Uh, we've had almost 65 prophetic perspective videos, which you can find on our website and our Christ in Prophecy YouTube channel. Dave, how many deep dives? Oh, about 30, 30 32, 33, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah, check those out on our YouTube channel yeah. under Christ in Prophecy. We have a playlist called Deep Dive with Dave Bowen, and go. they are deep. They are, they're fun. You know, with all this being said, what's amazing, it, it shows that people are hungry. Yeah. They certainly People are, are hungry. Yeah. They really want to know the truth. Well, they, they call themselves the remnant church because they're yeah. not getting this kind of teaching in the churches. Right. Increasingly, we have people coming up to us too saying, hey, my pastor will not preach Bible prophecy. 2%. So we come, 
two percent is two percent. Oh. What well, about radio podcasts? Well, and I was going to say there are even more that is coming, but we've had, I think, probably a high point of the number of engagements we've been able to reach out uh, across the country and even around the world. But this year, we've had 26 different conferences and speaking engagements where we've traveled. We've had regional conferences, even in New Jersey recently yeah. with Dave and, my, and me, and in Oklahoma. We've been to Oregon, to California. We've been literally around the country. And if we would come to a church near you yeah. or to your hometown for a regional conference, just contact our ministry. All it takes is an invitation, and one of us or all of us would be delighted to come. Absolutely. You know, I, I don't take any of these blessings for granted. And really, we give full credit to the Lord. I'm reminded of, of Psalm 100, which says, Shout to the Lord, shout to Yahweh, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that Yahweh, the Lord God, He is God. And He has made us and not ourselves. We are His people, the sheep of His pastors. And we don't take for granted that none of this would be possible without many of you. Mm -hmm. You are the folks who, who give us the wherewithal to reach the entire world through Christ in Prophecy, this mm -hmm. television program, through our web and our internet ac yep. availability, and through all the other things that we produce here at Lamb & Lion to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. So we would invite you to partner with us as Prophecy Partners or to lift us up in prayer. Again, we couldn't do what we do to proclaim the Lord's soon return without you. So join us as a Prophecy Partner. There's information on the screen below, and we'll have another word about becoming a Prophecy Partner in just a moment. But Nathan, you also shared that we are about to, uh, to unleash yet another avenue of outreach. We're going sort of back to the future because in 1981, Dr. David Reagan initiated the outreach of Lamb & Lion Ministries through the medium of radio. And we are about to launch a new version of Christ in Prophecy on the radio. So for just a moment, we'd like to give you a preview of what is coming soon to a radio station near you. Welcome to Christ in Prophecy. This is One Minute with Senior Evangelist for Lamb & Lion Ministries, Tim Moore. When you scroll through the daily news, you almost always hear bad news. Relationship strife, rampant crime, and ongoing war. It's easy to forget there's anything good happening in the world today. As followers of Jesus Christ, you and I have been commissioned to proclaim the good news. It's more than the reality that Jesus came into the world to rescue us from our sin. It's also the good news that He is returning soon. If you refuse to believe in Jesus, it's more bad news. Because as John 3:36 says, the wrath of God abides on you. But if you know Jesus Christ, He is your blessed hope. Swipe away the endless bad news and open up the Bible to discover your blessed hope. To hear more hope for the future from God's Word to those who've put their faith in Jesus Christ and to understand God's prophetic warning to those who don't yet know Him, visit our website at ChristinProphecy.org. So with that in mind, what we want to do is we want to take a moment and share a little bit about each of our own testimony, looking back and perhaps even looking forward. Nathan, tell us a little bit about your testimony of faith in Christ. Sure. Well, I, growing up, I used to be kind of embarrassed because you'd hear these great testimonies of people coming from out of drugs or rehab or, you know, this tremendous story that connects with people, you know. But I, I was, now that I'm older, I look back and I'm like, hey, you know, I have a really great testimony because I was raised in a Christian family. I had parents who loved the Lord and served the Lord, and I still remember as a little kid, my mother, uh, my father was uh, traveling, selling books and Bibles, and 
Uh, my mother sat down with my sister and I, and she led us to the Lord. So I was saved very young in life. Uh, by the time I was sixth grade or so, I went to Brigade Boys, and they took us to this, watch this video, and these babies are burning in hell and all. And I was terrified, and I went up front, and I gave my life. I rededicated again. And then at 16, I went and finally got baptized and went to Israel and got baptized in the Jordan River too. And I look back now, and I'm not ashamed that I don't have a dramatic testimony anymore because the testimony I have is that the Lord has been walking with me since a very young age, and He's kept me from many of the things that I could have fallen into due to my fallen nature. So praise the Lord. Uh, we need to turn to Him. And I, I find as my passage that's really been on my heart lately is Psalm 121. It says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber or sleep in dealing with Israel. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber or sleep. So thank you, Lord. Amen. That's a beautiful word, Nathan. Uh, I share a similar thought, but Dave, what about you? What would be your personal testimony of faith in Christ? Well, I'm, I'm a little bit envious of, of Nathan here because I did not grow up in the church. So I did not have the chance to understand that. I didn't get any of the, uh, the Sunday school messages or anything else. And I, I was not even induced to the Lord until my early 20s. And at that point, I just, when I heard the word of God, it just, it just touched me and it just got a hold of me. And, and I, I walked away from everything. I wanted to know more and more and more about it. And, and I think I still teach that way because I remember what it felt like to not know anything about the Bible. First thing I did as, a, as an adult, I went out and bought a children's book to try, to try to understand the stories again. And it's just, it was, uh, God got a hold of my heart and I just, I just fell in love with him and I wanted to know everything about him. I remember I contacted a church. I found one church that I did a Bible study course. You know, it was a, it was a six month course. Well, I, I applied for it and they sent me the material and I did it in like four weeks. You know, and I thought, and I, and I called them up and I said, okay, what's next? And they said, well, that's all we have. And I go, well, there's gotta be more. I don't know, I don't understand, there's more, you know? And, and what bothered me though, I would, I would read it and I, would, oh, I had a lot of questions, obviously, a lot, of, a lot of questions. And when Jesus healed, he would go tell, he would say, don't go tell anybody. And I would go, well, why not? Wouldn't you want the whole world to know this? And I would go ask a pastor and say, explain this to me. And I would get answers like, well, I guess it wasn't time yet. And I go, well, this has to be more than that. You know, he didn't go into the fact that it wasn't time for him and the Pharisees to bang heads. That, that time's coming. And then prophecy was a totally different thing. When I read that in the Bible, I went, well, if this is true, then this makes a lot of, this is a big deal. And I would go ask pastors again, and I would never get the answers to that. And that put me on a path for prophecy. And that's why I became mm -hmm. a student of prophecy. Because again, what prophecy does, it allows us to understand the Bible being true, it validates Jesus, it validates the Word, it validates everything. And, and what's, what's history, what was prophetic then, but is now history, Christmas, you know, things that have already happened. If that was true, then as a, as a young student, I said, then the rest has to be true. And no one's talking about it. And that, that began a, a, to burn a passion in me for Bible prophecy. But it has to be balanced. And, I, and when I look at, when I teach prophecy, when I, when I look at prophecy, from a personal standpoint, I believe there's three lenses. The first one is scripture. You have to go to scripture for everything. And after that, it's history. Because when you look at Daniel and how, how God dealt with people, or you go back to the Old Testament, God's still the same God. So what's history? And then you have the current events. And I think too many people take prophecy and go to current events too fast. Well, I think they do too, which is why it's so powerful that we here uh, use all three lenses, mm -hmm. but we prioritize the Word of God. I, I would just say for me. Yeah, let's hear your testimony. Okay, for me, uh, you don't need to hear much about me. I'll say this. I have the blessing of having been raised in a Christian home, so I will credit my parents while giving praise to the Lord God Almighty. 
that my parents grounded me in the Word of God and in a, a faith that came from my childhood. I feel like Timothy, who Paul said, from your earliest age, you have been given the scriptures. Mm. You knew how to come to faith in the revealed Messiah, Jesus Christ. I think of other people who poured into my life. I've talked about Bill Smith, who was a spiritual mentor who, who gave love and attention to me. I will credit Dave Reagan as a person who introduced me to the prophetic Word of God and became a dear friend, a mentor, a father figure in so many ways, but I cherish him for opening the prophetic Word of God. And I too sometimes, Dave, like Nathan, wish I had a better testimony. But, but I've come to realize it's not about me. You know, oftentimes when I've spoken of my grandchildren, our good friend Bob Russell has reminded me of Winston Churchill's quote when someone asked, have I told you my, about my grandchildren? And his response was, no, and I want to thank you about that. <laughs> and so the question I would ask even our viewers today, have you told anyone about your Lord mm. Jesus Christ? Because their response to that is, have I told you about the Lord? And they might say, yes, and I want to thank you for telling me about the Lord. My testimony is not very dramatic or very exciting, but my Lord is exciting. He is a great God and Savior, so I don't want to really talk about me. I want to point people to Him. And you can tell I get very excited mm. about Jesus Christ and the fact that He is coming soon. But I also want to share this. Here at Lamb and Lion Ministries, there's a whole team of people who are excited about the Lord's return. And so you see the three of us here in front of the camera, but there's a whole team behind the mm. camera, and we want to reflect on the blessings that God has poured out through us to you this year by sharing a little bit about all the folks mm. that make Lamb and Lion Ministries and Christ in Prophecy possible. Watch this. As we close out this episode today, and really the uh, year of reflection on 2023, I want you to know that Lamb and Lion Ministries also consists of a whole team of people dedicated to the mission of proclaiming Jesus Christ's soon return that aren't even here on site. Well, we couldn't possibly do all the things we do at Lamb and Lion Ministries and proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ without you. We couldn't do print, television, or radio without a wide network of supporters, so thank you. And we appreciate every one of you who prays for us, and thank you for those who faithfully give to us as well. This Christ-centered ministry will continue to look forward to what the Lord has in store for us in 2024. Perhaps this will be the year Jesus comes for His church. Regardless, we will remain faithful until He comes. 
on behalf of all of us here at Lamb and Lion Ministries, in the name of Him who was and is and who is to come, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Godspeed. Thank <laughs> you.